We have opined on it already, but we are going to call an audible because, well, multiple teams from the Commonwealth of Virginia have not had Banner last couple of days. Banner weekends on the hardwood. So, for a little mini post-mortem, we kick things off in covering the Commonwealth. Yep, we're copying this idea. Covering the Commonwealth, a look at the locally interesting teams and stories from the experts who cover them. Let's start with now to the Virginia Tech Hokies. Hokey, hokey, hokey high. With David Cunningham of TechSideline.com, it was not exactly a highlight weekend for the Virginia Tech Hokies. David, first of all, we'll start in uh, order of when they took place, which would be Saturday. The men's basketball team, they had a lead at points, but could not finish it off against the Miami Hurricanes. How much of a missed opportunity was that for a Virginia Tech team that looked like they had built some with the win against Clemson, but now are right back where they started, which is needing to get victories to increase their odds of being at least in the NCAA tournament discussion as far off as that is? Hey, Ed. Great to be with you. I think it was a little bit of a missed opportunity. Obviously, Virginia Tech was playing without Hunter Couture, who, in my opinion, is the most important player on that team. Sean Padula is the best. And I think he showed why back-to-back 30-point games uh, against my against Clemson on, on Wednesday, that win last week, and then the loss to Miami. I think it was a little bit of a missed opportunity. But this is a Virginia Tech team still trying to find its footing. And when you're playing without arguably your most important player, that's difficult. Uh, I think it was a positive that Virginia Tech was right there with that Miami team. I think Jim Laranega said it best after the game, the head coach of the Hurricanes. His team did not practice ahead of the Louisville game, which they lost at home. But that's a team that returned players from a Final Four squad. That is a good team that's been ranked this year. And Virginia Tech essentially played them toe-to-toe for most of the game in Castle Coliseum. Mike Young said his he thought his team, quote, grew up last week between the two games. I think Virginia Tech has a lot of positive momentum going forward. If the Hokies can get Hunter Couture back, that's even bigger. I wouldn't call it a complete failure or a complete miss by not being able to win that Miami game. Obviously, you want to be able to win all of your home games because winning on the road is so difficult, but there's still a lot of basketball to be played, and I think this Virginia Tech team is starting to find something a little bit. Including this coming Wednesday night, 6.30 year time, at JPJ against the Virginia Cavaliers. David Cunningham, TechSideline.com, is with us here in the fast lane. David, uh, how vulnerable are the Virginia Cavaliers from the Mike Young, Virginia Tech angle? I think they're vulnerable, but I also think that they've been awfully good at home, Ed. And I'm sure you you know this as well as anybody. Uh, UVA been stellar at home. Not so great on the road. This game, unfortunately for Virginia Tech, is in Charlottesville. But I think this is a this is a game that Virginia Tech can win. This might be Tech's best chance to win there in a long time, honestly. Hokies haven't won in JPJ since 2018. Long time ago. But this Virginia Tech team, if it continues to play the way it is right now, where... It's sharing the ball better. It's playing better team defense. Now, I, I found this stat very interesting. The Hokies have outshot in terms of percentage. They've shot a better percentage in all five ACC games than their opponents. 
but they're two and three, which shows how important defense and taking care of the ball are. They did not take care of the ball last time we talked, which was right after the Florida State game. And they did not play good defense against Wake Forest, and they did not take care of the ball then either. Virginia Tech, if it wants to go into Charlottesville and get a win on Wednesday night, which is going to be a fantastic game, I expect a great atmosphere, and I'm excited to be there, Virginia Tech's going to have to play good defense and take care of the ball. That's the bottom line. And I think if you do those two things against a UVA team that has kind of struggled in moments to score, I think you've got a really good chance to pull away with a win. That'd be a quadrant one win. Virginia Tech three and three in Q1 right now. The more Q1 wins these Ho- this Hokies team can rack up, they'll be in much better position going forward. David Cunningham, TechSideline.com, with us in the fast lane. David, last one for you. The women's basketball team, they lose to Florida State on Sunday. Any real level of panic, or is this just more the reality of the ACC? And, uh, well, I mean, Coach Kenny Brooks and that team, even though it wasn't a good game, they've earned the benefit of the doubt for losses here and there. It's it's the grind of the ACC, and I thought Wes Moore, the NC State head coach, said it best after the Hokies beat the Wolfpack uh, over a week ago. He said, "Nobody is the conference champion is not going to make it through the ACC unscathed. That's how good this league is. It's, in my opinion, the best league for women's basketball in the entire conference, and you see why. From a team like Florida State that's not getting a ton of national recognition to a team like Tech that is, well, Florida State beats Tech you know, by seven, eight on the you know on their home court. Um, Duke, Virginia Tech goes to Duke on Thursday. Uh, UVA is playing a little bit better. North Carolina is playing well. Syracuse is playing well. Georgia Tech is getting better. That doesn't even count Notre Dame and NC State and some of the other really really good teams like Louisville in the conference. This is a really good league, and Virginia Tech. You know, only third loss of the year. No reason for panic. The Hokies, I thought we're playing okay basketball, but they can play a little bit better basketball. And I think a lot of it runs through George Amore. Now, Elizabeth Kitley, in my opinion, she is well on her way to her third straight ACC Player of the Year award. Back-to-back 30-point games last week. 30-point double-doubles, mind you. She is playing out of her mind right now, and if a girl named Caitlin Clark didn't exist, there's a good chance she'd have a legit shot to win National Player of the Year. But I think what the Hokies really need is they need some more production and um, more level-headedness, more balance a little bit from Georgia Amor. She's been good lately, but not her usual self. Uh, she was 6-17 of 17 at Florida State, and she missed part of the second quarter with foul trouble. I think she's forcing the issue a little bit here and there in spots. If they can get Amor to settle down and, and kind of find her true self again, it looks like she's kind of playing a little bit unusual in moments, not really her style of play. If Tech can get Amor going, combined with the way Kitley's playing right now, Tech's getting good contributions from everybody else. The Hokies are going to be on a roll. They've got Duke Thursday. They've gone back home. They've got Clemson on Sunday. Two very winnable games in the ACC. Duke is no slouch. Duke Blue Devils beat uh, Virginia Tech last year in Cameron Indoor. Very, very interested to see what this week holds for both the Virginia Tech men's and women's basketball teams. Big week of basketball. Excited to uh, to cover it. Indeed it is. David Cunningham will have all the coverage at techsideline.com. David, thank you for your time today in the fast lane. We'll keep it locked to the Real D Cunay on your socials as well. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Now to... 
the Liberty Flames. With Alan York, the play-by-play voice for the Liberty Flames, and he is back with us once again here in the Fast Lane. Alan, a pleasure to speak with you. The Liberty Flames, they've lost three in a row, but it doesn't seem like there's any panic going on for Coach Richie McKay and the Flames. Um, Overall, what is the level of concern behind the scenes? Is it as calm and focused on the process as it seems outwardly? Uh, Hey, Ed, thanks for having me on. It's completely calm and composed. I was with the team today. Uh, It was a snow day at Liberty, but uh, practice goes on as they prepare for FIU at home on Thursday. Uh, No panic in this team. Uh, History uh, on the side of Liberty, the success that they've had. Now, look, folks have to realize they moved up in competition to Conference USA. A different caliber of player, uh, better players, and uh, Liberty will have to make some adjustments moving forward uh, because McKay and his team are ready to move forward uh, in doing that, and uh, no panic whatsoever. That said, I'm sure there's got to be a level of frustration. What has the tone been like that and the balance of the emotion of frustration for the Liberty men's basketball team with the fact that Coach McKay and the team are by and large pretty level-headed and they don't seem like the type that are going to make brash changes or decisions even when you're in a rut like this no 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 panic like we talked about but yeah they're competitors they want to win and they don't like it when they don't win uh more so than fans (laughs) Uh, believe that or not but uh, fan bases are passionate that's why they're uh, called fans for a reason because they're fanatical about their teams and the liberty basketball team is that as well uh and they want to play well and look buzzer beater against uh, Western Kentucky didn't go their way. Uh, didn't play well against Jacksonville State at home last week. We all know that. And they took Louisiana Tech to overtime. Now, yeah, they're 0-3. Nobody likes it. They don't like it. But a couple of baskets go their way differently. We're talking 2-1 and one potentially and maybe not even having the conversations of you know people being upset or deterred uh, that they're 0-3. But it's a marathon, not a sprint. And they'll be just fine as they prepare for March coming up here in a couple of months. Alan York bringing some sanity back to Liberty Flames fans here in the fast lane. (laughs) Alan, you mentioned FIU. That is the next challenge for Liberty. It's over at uh, Bel Air, as we like to call it. uh, The Liberty, we like to call it Bel Air, but there's also the Liberty (laughs) Arena, as some people more, just normal people call it, of course. Um, the, The FIU Panthers, give us the rundown on this matchup and how it fits with Liberty, particularly as a team that is looking to snap out of a skid right now. Yeah, from what I understand, uh, you know, there's some coaches on that staff at FIU that uh, have, uh, they're from the uh, Shaka Smart coaching tree. We know Shaka was VCU a few years back and had a lot of success with them. Some of the coaches that worked under him are with this FIU team. They're going to want to really get out on the break and uh, speed the game up. Liberty... Uh, can do that, but necessarily does not want to do that. So, uh, from a you know thirty thousand foot view, that's kind of where you start with the pace of what FIU wants to play, and uh, they're going to kind of uh, get in your face and talk a little bit. From what I understand, just listen to a couple of podcasts uh, that uh, follow Liberty Athletics this week. Uh, so, uh, I'm just beginning my prep. To be honest with you, since Liberty had a uh, a lesser day to prepare playing Sunday than typically Saturday. And with the snow coming through, I've been with the kids doing my thing. So uh, I'm slowly beginning my prep here tonight. Alan, we've prepped as well. We appreciate it. And yes, snow time with the kids and family is as fun as it gets this time of year. Enjoy that. We enjoy your perspective here in the fast lane. 
Appreciate having me on, Ed. Go Flames. Alan York with us here in the Fast Lane when we come back. More covering the Commonwealth. Part 2 next on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.